0: You're listening to The Nurses Nook, hosted by Lorena Smith and Carrie Bolstead These are real conversations about life. We invite you to go to our website at lbsplace.com, where you can put your comments, learn a little bit about us, and see any future podcasts that are coming up.
1: We'd love to hear from you because our most trusted voices are your voices. Welcome to The Nurses Nook.
0: Welcome to our episode of The Nurse's Nook. My name is Lorena.
1: And I'm Carrie, and we are your hosts. Thank you for joining us today for this episode, which is about standing up for yourself. Yeah,
0: this is a a topic that I don't think that we need to define it. Um, It really is self-explanatory. But I think um, what we're going to do is we're going to take some jump off points for some podcasts that we've already done, such as fear. I think it ties in nicely with that fear and then finding your voice, which was our first episode. I think we can kind of have that as a launch point uh, because really standing up for yourself really does include some elements of of, uh, finding your voice and fear. What do you think?
1: I I completely agree. I think we've all can think back and reflect back on experiences that we may have had, where we either did sort of stand up for ourselves, um, draw maybe our that proverbial line in the sand, or or maybe we didn't in the moment, and then you reflect on it, and you know you have that hindsight of 2020 and think, oh, this would have been a great comeback, or maybe you did actually reflect on it. And then had an opportunity to maybe schedule another meeting or something and actually revisit that situation with that particular person at a later time. I think there's a lot of different angles we can go with this.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think part of um, standing up for yourself is really, I think, looking inward to find out what is it that I stand for? What is it that I, and this again, takes elements from the other podcasts that we've done, so what would I stand up for? Um, we've all had instances where people have accosted us and we weren't prepared for that. Maybe it's a a confrontation, and uh, you know, so we weren't really prepared. Sometimes we've seen things with other people that we think, oh, that is just so wrong, but you didn't say anything. So I think maybe uh, to dis- discover or explore a little bit about, you know, what do I what do I stand for, and what am I willing to stand up for for myself, or you know, for my, for whoever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um,
1: yeah. And I think that that is again, like most things that can apply to your personal life, it can apply to your work life. And, and without that kind of self-reflection of like, at what point am I going to speak up and, and let whoever I'm having this encounter with know that that that's not okay that whatever is coming at me in whatever format, whether it be verbal or an email or you know, in, if it's a work thing, sometimes a lot of things are virtual now. And so you might be getting an email or an instant message or something that is coming across and in such a way that you need to address it, but how do you address it? And I think you're right to yeah. find at what point is, have you reach that ceiling for you or almost reach the ceiling. Maybe you don't even want to get to the ceiling because then you're going to respond negatively. And, well,
0: and, and that's where emotional maturity comes in. And, and and there are always going to be instances where, you know, it is a very uh, highly charged situation where you just want to return volley with the same high energy that that person is giving to you. But, you know, if you, if you have an opportunity to, uh, Kind of temper that and to respond in a way that is emotionally mature, that is not full of emotion and not really facts. That's really the best way because oftentimes it takes the wind out of the sails of, of the person that you may be having the conversation or altercation
1: or whatever with. Right. Uh, oh, absolutely. And I'm thinking back on a couple instances that I've had, and I know that you have had too, where somebody may be arguing with you about a particular um, you know, subject, and you're trying to reason with them or trying to say, well, you know, define that this is maybe this is how this is done. Maybe there's a policy on it, or maybe there's a, a process right. that's in place, and they're not, they're outside that parameter. So you want to reflect on here's the part, po- here's the process, and they're not hearing it. They don't want any part of that, or they think it's wrong or something. I think, you know, sometimes you can turn the tables back on them and say, so, what does that look like to you? You know, then there's a million different ways you could word that, but for whatever they're trying to achieve, whatever they're trying to be successful at doing, I, turning the tables around to them and say, What does success look like to you? How would we, and then, and then you can kind of work backwards from them more often than not. When I have tried that tactic, it's less about me giving in because it's not about giving in, it's really about finding a compromise. But usually what happens is it takes the wind out of their sails and they don't even know what success would look like to them. They don't even know what it is that they're wanting. It's maybe a bad day or maybe a power trip or I don't know what it is. It's not my place to figure out why that is happening, but it is my place to say it's not okay to continue this conversation the way it's going like um, but I think putting calling a halt is really what it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah calling a halt is right you know and we can we can apply that you know in in the work situation we can apply it in a personal situation. you know you have to really understand what you're willing to Uh, stand up for in terms of your own self, you know, we talk about all the time, you know, the, the little saying that I, I love, but it is so true in teaching people how to treat you at a certain point, you have to, uh, people will, will, it's just the nature of human beings to, to move, move the, move the yardstick further and further back, especially if you allow them to do that, that happens to be just the case with life and if you allow people to continue to uh talk to you a certain way or behave to you a certain way and not say you know that's that's not okay and not in a a highly charged again emotional way where no one is being heard, to just say you know this is my expectation of how um, I'm going to be spoken to or I'm going to be treated And, and if that is not something that you can uh that you can appreciate or deliver, then, you know, maybe this, this relationship or whatever it is that we have is probably not going to work.
1: Right, right. It's about, again, mutual respect. And again, I, have said this on a previous episode, it's about self-respect and what am I willing to uh, compromise or what am I willing to not compromise in myself? And it even goes back to, you know, talking about self-love and that self-respect of i don't need to none of us there's not a person on earth that deserves to be you know put down
0: expected yeah
1: expected or yelled at or you know whatever the situation may be so you have to figure out what how are you going to handle that and um, adding fuel to the fire and emotionally responding is generally not the best tactic but finding that calm approach, either in the moment or at a later time. And it's hard. And it's hard. I mean, think about
0: it. Do you think that you deserve to be, I don't care who it is that is, you know, on the other end of that, that may be delivering that to you. They could be the president of the company. They could be the, you know, whatever, your loved one. Do you feel that you deserve to be talked to or treated like that? You have to have some, like you said, some feeling of self worth it. No, I don't. Right. I, I don't. Now you can give me some, some feedback or you can, we can have a conversation about whatever it is, but you don't deserve to be uh, diminished in any way, belittled. Uh, you know, you don't deserve that. And people need to know that you need to be able to stand up for yourself and say, no, no, I, I, I don't think so.
1: Right. Even if you've made a mistake. Right. If, if you have done something wrong, um, it's not okay to take that abuse on. It's never okay to take that abuse on, you know, own your, your own part in it, acknowledge it, apologize. And then you've done your part, especially if it's meaningful, when you do that, right. um, you've done your part, but you, nobody, nobody should take on That that element of being put down or degraded—I don't care what the situation Um, is—and absolutely—and like you said, you teach people how to treat you. So if you, by not saying anything, the first time or the second time it happens, now you're teaching them that that's okay to continue to to have that come at you in that manner, and that's never okay. Um, You know, I teach my kids that when you have an issue. With a friend or anybody, a colleague maybe at work, um, it, it take the high road, and yeah. the high road does not mean you are giving into their needs or you're giving into whatever it is that they're wanting. Taking the high road means you don't become also disrespectful. That means you also don't, you know, raise your voice in anger and call names and all of those others kind of shady little things, taking the high road means standing up for yourself, even if that means not saying anything at all and not engaging in that moment.
0: You know, how stunning would it be if somebody came at you, you know, whether at work or whether at home and they were just all animated, you know, in a, in a negative way and, and you stood there calmly and you said, I will not let you speak to me that way. Right. away. Oh, what? How stunning would that be? You would right. just completely take the wind out of their sails. I will not allow it. For a lot of
1: people, it would. And even if you don't do it in that moment, it's yeah. okay to revisit that at a later time and say, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, we had an interaction. I'd really like to circle back with you and, and have a conversation about how that went down. And you have that conversation and say, that is a situation that that's not okay. If I, if you need to give me feedback, I am going to welcome the feedback, but we're going to do it in a respectful, you know, appropriate manner. And we're going to work through it. But it's not okay to interact with me in that manner. It goes back to, I think, what you said at the beginning of, of uh, the episode here, where you said it takes a lot of emotional maturity. And it also takes knowing who you are and what your, what your limits are. Are.
0: Yeah, that's a smart approach. That's a smart approach, Carrie, because you can people can hear you when you take that approach as opposed to when you take the adversarial approach and then you're just screaming at each other.
1: Right. It, it becomes completely non-productive and you carry that with you for so, so long and you reflect and think, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. And again, it comes back to what, what words am I saying? And am I okay with these words? Because if I'm going to have to eat them later, I want them to be tasteful. (laughs) Right. You know,
0: words matter.
1: Words matter. You know, I remember
0: when our our parents used to say, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. That's not true. That is not true. Words matter. And you cannot unsay what you have said. So like you said, if I have to eat my words, I want to make sure that I meant what I said. And it was said in a way that I don't regret. Right,
1: uh, right. You know. And nobody is perfect. But if I can do that more often than not, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like I can make some headway on that. Because yeah. we've all said things out of a moment of oh, emotion yeah. But when we can have these dialogues and these interactions and these encounters and think with our head and not our emotions, it typically goes better. (laughs) Right. Because you I mean, in
0: any relationship that matters, whether it's a work relationship, it doesn't matter, obviously, because you have to get along with these people. And on a daily basis at home, that certainly does matter. I don't know if it's courage or finding whatever, uh, making your way to. What is it that I'm willing to stand up for? What is it I'm willing to uh, take? And what will I stand up for someone else for? You yeah. know, I don't think that was grammatically correct, but that's okay.
1: You I understood I mean? you. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. And sometimes some people might find it easier to stand up for others than it is to stand up for them. I themselves.
0: wonder why that is. No.
1: Yeah. Because, it,
0: because it's not personal. Maybe. Maybe it's not personal. Personal gets to. Point of fear and maybe if i stand up for myself you won't like me anymore well maybe and
1: maybe maybe. it has to go back to what we were talking about on on one of our previous episodes of we're giving to others all the time but we're not as willing to give to ourselves
0: look how much you carry when you do that when you don't stand up for yourself all the garbage right (laughs) carry in your in your soul um it's just garbage and you have nowhere to
1: Dispense, until
0: you and it know.
1: weighs you down and weighs yeah. you down until so you can't take anymore. And then I think right. sometimes it can even manifest in a physical manner. You know, uh, when it very when you're surrounded with a negative situation, whatever mm-hmm. that situation may be if he, i strongly feel this that if it doesn't get addressed and you carry it with you for so long it can manifest as a physical ailment oh
0: absolutely true we are not psychologists we're not therapists no, we are no. observers of life and human beings and from our certainly have a little bit of a bird's eye view too into to, you know people because of the profession that we we uh, have we are a part of but you know it, you have to know that's true. It does manifest itself in headaches and stomach pains, and you know yes. all kinds of things. You know, yeah, you're right. All that just garbage the is stress. Careful. Yep, the you, stress. Didn't, you didn't speak up because you have not really owned who you are and really have stood up for yourself or whatever the situation is. Yeah,
1: I think some of that there's a there's a psychological impact, mental well being impact to your physical health when um, you're not taking care of you. And we all know that at the end of the day, there's nobody that is going to take care of you the way you know you need to be taken care of. So it has to start from within. Don't expect others to do that. That has to come from within. And, and, and part of that is teaching other people how right. to treat you. Right.
0: Absolutely. right. That's so true. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Boy, that was a great conversation, I think. I think um, so Hopefully, too.
0: you all got some. We, we enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> so I, I hope you're listening, got something out of it and really apply, you know, the tenets of many of the things that we've talked about in previous episodes and the one that we had today.
1: We want to say thank you so much for listening to us. I'm Carrie And I'm Lorena. And a special thank you to our producer and editor, Aaron Dawes, from Master One Productions. Hope to come back to you soon with another topic. That's right. In the meantime, be safe, be well.